Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Snakes on the River by Kevin D. Ippish The kink in my back made me feel as if I'd slept on a stump. Reaching over to the corner of the tent, I grabbed my clothes. They felt cold and damp. I stuffed them into my sleeping bag with me to warm them up, but they gave me goosebumps, so I decided just to get up. I crawled out of the bag, slipped into my pants and shirt, and added a sweatshirt. Where are you going? I had wakened Dennis, and now he was looking at me through sleepy eyes. Just outside to walk around, I said. Unzipping the door of the tent, I stuck my head out. The cold chill went right through me, but I went out anyway. Elder Westfall, one of our youth leaders, called, Kevin, will you help me collect wood to start a fire? Okay, I replied. Once we had gotten the fire going, I stood next to it to warm up. The toes of my tennis shoes were damp from the dew, so I held each one over the fire alternately. The camp began to stir and people joined me at the fire. Soon my mother was helping the rest of the women fix breakfast. She was having a good time, but it embarrassed me to have her along on our youth canoe trip. I remembered when she had first told me she was going to come. Mom, I had said heatedly, why do you have to go? The trip is for us kids. Can't you just stay home and let me have some fun by myself? But I already told Elder Westfall that I'd go along as a chaperone if he needed me. She had said it almost apologetically. I asked him to try to get somebody else if he could, but he said he'd already asked everyone. Then she had added, Dennis' mother is going too, so you won't be suffering alone. After breakfast, we struck camp and headed down the river. Since Dennis and I were about the last ones to leave, most of the others were strung out ahead of us. We made good time, though. The current was swift, and we were both pretty good canoeists. Before long, we started catching up with the others. A short distance ahead, I saw the canoe with my mother and her canoeing partner. As we gained on them, I watched their inexperienced paddling. My mother was having a terrible time trying to steer. She'd paddle a few strokes on one side, then change sides and paddle on the other side a few strokes. Each time she'd change sides, water from her paddle would drip into the canoe. It serves her right for coming, to have a bit of a rough time, I thought. As we passed them, Mom called over to me. Having a good time? I hope so. I was glad no one but Dennis was around to hear. His mother was along too, so I didn't worry about him, but I hated for any of the other kids to get the impression that I was tied to my mother's apron strings. At noon, we stopped for lunch. The sun was high and hot then, and everyone seemed in good spirits. After lunch, Dennis' mother called us over. She first looked sternly at me and said, Your poor mother has had a terrible time canoeing. You should see the blisters on her hands. Then she turned to Dennis. I haven't had it very easy either. It won't hurt you boys to canoe with your mothers a while. There was a note of finality in her voice that didn't allow argument. As we walked down to the canoes, I grumbled to Dennis, It sure is going to be bad news canoeing with our mothers. After my mom boarded the canoe, I pushed us off. Wanting to help, mom tried to steer the canoe from the front, but that made it twice as hard for me to steer from the back. Finally, I got exasperated and said, Why don't you just let me paddle for a while, Mom? I think it'll be easier that way. Dennis was having similar problems, so we stayed close together. The rest of the canoes, however, disappeared down the river. Seeing that I was a bit ahead of him, Dennis tried to catch up, but I wasn't about to let him. Soon we were racing. I was paddling as hard as I could, trying to keep the lead. He was paddling furiously to catch me. 
Ahead of us loomed a bend in the river and a small island of dead branches and debris. I headed for the wider channel which was on the right. I was just about at the bend when Dennis caught up with me. Look out, Dennis! I heard his mother scream, but it was too late. He hit the back end of our canoe, changing our direction and heading us directly toward the small island. The swift current didn't give me time to steer away, and our canoe slammed up on a partially submerged log on the left side of the island. Branches from trees on the island hung over our canoe. Suddenly, Mom screamed. A snake as big around as a handle of a canoe paddle had fallen out of a branch and was crawling up the side of the canoe next to her. When I looked up to see why she had screamed, I found myself looking into the repulsive face of another snake on an overhanging branch. Its black beady eyes were staring straight at me, and its brown body hung above the canoe as if it would drop into it at any second. Looking past it, I saw that the rest of the branches were covered with snakes. Mom batted her snake back into the water with her canoe paddle and frantically tried to push away from the island. I wedged my paddle against something under the water and put my face against my shoulder to brace myself. Then I pushed away as hard as I could, my heart pounding as loud as a stampede of elephants. Slowly, the canoe slid off the log and back into deeper water. We were free from the island, but I found that my face was stuck to my shoulder. The braces on my teeth had hooked on my shirt and wouldn't come loose. Both Mom and I were drained of strength, and I was hampered by my tooth-to-shoulder position, so we made our way down the river quite slowly, just letting the current take us. Not far down, Dennis and his mother were waiting. "'What on earth happened to you?' Mrs. Phillips exclaimed as we pulled into shore. Mom explained as we worked at unhooking my braces. "'We got stuck on a log next to the island, and a huge snake started crawling into the canoe next to me. I was so scared I didn't know what to do, and poor Kevin had a snake hanging right in front of his face.' The way she told it, it sounded like the most exciting thing that had ever happened. After I was unhooked and we had rested a few minutes, we were ready to start on our way again. Before we shoved off, Mom said, If you want, you and Dennis can canoe together again. I think Mrs. Phillips and I can make it. That's okay, Mom, I said. I've changed my mind. It's really quite enjoyable canoeing with you. Come on, let's see what new excitement we can find. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.